0: Welcome to Making Bank, the show for Bankless DAO by Bankless DAO, where each week we highlight a project and a personality from inside the Bankless DAO. We want to showcase the work that we do and the people who do it. This is our story as we journey to become more bankless. If you want to learn more about what it is that we do, then just keep listening. We hope you enjoy today's episode of Making Bank.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Bankless DAO's Podcast Hatchery, the podcast accelerator program by Bankless DAO. The Podcast Hatchery is a revenue-producing and mindshare-expanding opportunity to drive the bankless message and vision. It will empower individual creators to develop their own content, improve their production skills, grow an audience, and so on. Have a show idea? Want to get experience? The ins and outs of producing a podcast? Or just curious? Drop by the Podcast Hatchery channel in the Bankless DAO Discord server.
2: Hey guys, what's up? I'm Line917 and I'm from Legal Guild at Bankless. Today I have Eureka John and Soundman with me. As you guys know, Bankless has great projects which a lot of contributors are working on. So Soundman and Eureka John are from the EV Guild. And today we are going to talk about the project Podcast Hatchery which is a great project to incubate new podcasts at Bankless. so soundman tell me what is the project and why is it being featured this week
0: yeah the podcast hatchery is all about um bringing new podcasts to life uh regardless of what stage they're in we want to help people either through you know ideation uh you know we kind of have these these pillars that we've created for um, getting podcasts to uh, a ready state to de- deliver some episodes. Um, as you know, Bankless DAO came out of the Bankless HQ podcast itself. So, you know, podcasting is in Bankless DAO's history. That's, that's uh, you know, we're a media DAO and we want to deliver um, lots of podcasts. So Podcast Hatchery is uh, the, the project to do that.
2: Oh, so... Uh that's i think a great introduction and you know a lot of listeners will be quite uh, overwhelmed with the number of podcasts that we are doing but they don't realize it that bankless started as a podcast right so that's such an interesting fact uh eureka john why don't you uh tell me about the process or the history of this project or like how come you guys uh like how did you come up with this and who who are the main guys involved
3: um, well, I guess it started in the AV guild and, um, you know, as a lot of you got the bankless airdrop way back in a of 2021 or something, and then bankless started out as episode their season zero and uh, AV guild. When I first jumped in was near the end of season zero and it was just, just starting as a guild. And, um, since then we've come a long ways. There's been a lot of people jumping in, getting the AV guild tags and, um, out of AV Guild um, was the idea that, well, you know, as you said, Bankless HQ started out as a podcast. There's, you know, really no reason why we shouldn't be producing content. And Crypto Sapiens was one of the first podcasts um, in Bankless DAO. Um, and uh, um, we decided we wanted to start a program that could bring podcasts from from concept to a revenue generating device that would bring revenue back into the DAO. Um, you know, we, we we have tokens, sure. You know, but it's it's always good to bring in external revenue, and what better way to do that than through how Bankless started, which was through podcasts. So, um, you know, me and Soundman were kind of assigned as the, the champions of the project, I guess, and we we uh, began writing up the budget and the draft and the proposal and all the processes and procedures and the protocols, laying the rails. Um, and designing that, and we were thinking in our heads, like, what makes a good podcast? And so we thought of four pillars, you know, and the four pillars, one being the voice or the concept, uh, and, and then two being the setup and the equipment, the technical aspect of it. Three being consistency. Do you show up? You know, <laughs> that's, that's showing up's half the battle. And then, and then number four, um, are you developing a voice or a rapport with your audience? And you know, is your style being formed? And once a team is able to attain those four pillars, then they can. And we're doing this in the form of NFTs. Then they can go on the interior facing stage for evaluation by the DAO determine if they're ready to go be an external facing podcast and then so the the is in two phases the incubator phase and the accelerator phase and so they can be evaluated in the incubator phase to determine if they're ready to go out to the general public and represent the dow as a whole and that can be done by vote and then there they can become revenue generating podcasts for the dow so that's kind of a little history on it
2: Wow, this sounds so exciting. So It's a lot. Yeah. So, sorry.
3: Can, we'll start at the beginning again.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. That uh you know, I I the when you were talking about seasons and I realized uh, oh, I never got the bankless drop because I joined in season 1. <laughs> so but uh no, but can you tell me what are the main podcasts that you are incubating right now? And also when you incubate a podcast, what exact things uh do you help that podcast with? And what all resources do you provide that podcast?
0: I can start on, on that one. Um, so we've just, uh, in season three, you know, Bankless Dow is just starting its season three. And so we have just now ratified the, the roles for the program of the the hatchery. And we have uh, seven roles that, you know, the people in those roles are going to be working with all the different shows inside the, the hatchery. Um, and some of those roles include marketing, design, um AV engineering and so they're s- supposed to kind of build these processes and and solidify foundations and and helping these shows um so these are resources to uh to help every show in in the the podcast hatchery Right now we have uh we have three shows that we have funded that are working on uh this being one of them, this making bank. Um uh, crypto sapiens was one of the, the first ones like Eureka John was saying. So crypto sapiens, um, was kind of leading, leading the path on, on how do we create some of these processes? Um, and then Eureka John, do you want to mention the other shows?
3: We have bounty hunter as well. And, um, so that show, uh, actually bounty hunter is, is unique. We had a show that was, um, it, that went through the application process and that we had chosen and, uh, the, you know. Things have happened and that show kind of fell apart. So we've had an understudy come in and uh, in, in the form of the show called Bounty Hunter. And uh, during the whole process, um, we, we made three choices for this for season two. And we've been working with these three shows, trying to build them up, making them um uh, ready for the incubator stage. Well, one show didn't quite make it. Um so uh during that time, 0x Brandon was developing his show um in the the Bankless Studios channels and you know asking us for feedback um and you know constantly as an applicant even though he didn't receive funding. So I um we felt when the other show was dropped out that he would be a really good show and a candidate to be an understudy to slide right in and take the mantle of that. And he's doing an amazing job. So I expect bounty hunter, um, incubator episode, which we're calling episode zero to be out in the next two weeks. So, um, that's pretty exciting right there. Um, so yeah, and I just wanted
0: to say real quick that, you know, the, the show that, that dropped out, it wasn't that he wasn't meeting expectations. It was that, um, you know the the show creator was, you know, when he realized the amount of work that needs to be put into to create a podcast, I think he got a little overwhelmed and decided he didn't want to commit the time to doing that. Which I think is going to be something that we we have to deal with as the podcast industry, um, when we get applicants and and people start realizing how much work really goes into a podcast. Um,
2: I mean, hey, look, that's the advantage of working in a community, right? That you know, if you are feeling a lot like that, if you are feeling You know that you need help or maybe you need to step out. There are people always ready to help you. So that's the beauty of bankless, right? That like you had the understudy put in. So I think that's all in good spirit. Uh, Last yeah, yeah, and thanks
3: for clarifying that, sound man. You know, um, the the other show was doing a great job. Things were chugging along. We were getting ready to put him on the incubator stage, but it is a ton of work. It's a time suck, you know. And so it, it, there's a lot of stuff that needs to go into it. And and life changes, circumstances changes, and so we're ready to help out with that as well.
2: Okay, so I want to end with this, right? So. Uh, Okay, small trivia, I just want one-line one, one line answers, all right? So what is the best part and what's the most challenging part of working with podcast hatchery? Soundman, you go first.
0: Seeing the creativity of, of everybody involved is the best part. And the, the worst part is
2: trying to manage everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. Eureka John, same question.
3: Yeah, I mean, seeing the confidence build a lot of times in people, from concept to product. And when you start to see a tangible product form, uh, it's really amazing. Um, And and like Salman, the coordination, herding cats, um, (laughs) just uh, trying to, that's just a DAO problem and a DAO issue in in general, um, is trying to keep things decentralized, but at, at a cost of moving slowly a lot of times.
2: Great. So now before coming to the action items and the last point, I just want to mention, that, you know, uh, we are doing this as part of the making a bank. And the beauty is that, you know, I am experienced in doing a podcast in my real life. But I didn't want to take on a whole project in, at Bankless. So I got an opportunity just to prepare a 10-minute segment. And that's the beauty of Podcast Hatchery, right? That you can come in and they will guide you. And Soundman has been doing an amazing job. I, I, for example, I'm not a good audio editor, but, you know, he's helping out. So you guys should definitely come in. Uh, and any any action items, guys?
0: I think if you want to get involved with Podcast Hatchery, if that interests you, like working on a on a podcast, making bank is a great place to to start. We're we're really trying to involve you know, you'll you'll when you hear this episode, our tagline is you know made for Bankless DAO by Bankless DAO. So we want people to get involved and uh, head over to the Podcast Hatchery channel and uh, and send us a message if you want to get involved.
2: All right. Any last words, Eureka John? I mean for this episode not like line. Yeah
3: and even if you don't want to get involved with a specific show come join the team come join the meetings um, don't lurk too long um, if 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 you if you hang around long enough someone's going to pass you a broom and you you'll be put to work
2: <laughs> All right signing off lion
1: Hey Tollhouse cookie happy new year Yeah happy new year it seems like forever ago when we recorded the conversation that folks are about to hear, it was, I think, actually it was December 1st, wasn't it?
4: It was. It was. It was almost two months ago at this point. We ended
1: up talking for, gosh, it was almost an hour and a half, wasn't it? It was It was a long conversation, and it was a lot of fun. I think people enjoy it. I mean, it's a little bit of inside baseball, but this is an internal podcast for the Bankless Dow, right?
4: Yep, that's right. So hopefully uh, some people will get some insight onto, I don't know, what it's like to be a part of a DAO, specifically the bankless DAO.
1: All right. Well, let's get
4: to it, shall we? Let's do it.
1: So when you were talking about wanting to do the podcast, what you had said that you were more interested in being
4: kind of a co-host or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, and I think I'm going to be doing the the project feature section. So I have to go, Find a project and and talk about it. Figure out which project I want to talk about. I guess too, because I've never actually like as for as many podcasts as I have edited, I have not actually hosted, and that's I don't know, I don't know why. Just uh, (laughs) it just hasn't presented itself. I guess I actually just made like a huge career change, like super recently, like less than six months ago, or maybe six months ago or so. I used to be a project manager at a Fortune 500 company and was doing like. Wedding video, just regular fun videos. Like, I was working kind of freelance for a small marketing firm in the city where I live. But if you're, in case you're curious, um, and I, uh, I was, I was like freelancing for them, making videos for them, doing some like wedding stuff. And because it was like the stuff on the side, like I was, you know, working a full day at, at my normal corporate job. And then I would come home and I'd like have fun editing videos or editing podcasts or making something for them that marketing firm or whatever it was like and then I got, I got so fed up with that my corporate job that i was like um well and apparently everyone else did too um they had like a mass mass exodus of people over like the last mm, year and a half or so um and uh they just kind of and so i was like looking for other jobs and i was like yeah I'll, yeah whatever i'll just i'll shoot i'll you know shoot a couple um applications out there and see if I can get any bytes to make, to go make videos for people instead. So that's what, then I, yeah, jumped from project management over to a marketing manager, but my role is not really like, like it is marketing, even though I don't really have any experience marketing. It's more like we need this video made for, you know, uh, to go to this conference or to go, we're working on making this presentation that we need to just be able to send to whatever group because, you know, we're not doing in-person presentations right now or whatever. And so they're like, I just, I just, you know, (laughs) I just make videos and like they're corporate videos are not very exciting or anything, but that's still way, all of it is way, way more fun than, uh, than my corporate job. That is for sure.
1: You know, that's probably a good segue into, into what brought you here into, into Bankless Dow and, and, um, you know, I don't remember. How long have you been here now? It's, uh, this is, we're talking here on December 1st, actually. Yeah. Just crossed over. Um,
4: uh, and I, and I think I've been with, I think I've been in the Dow discord for like, Oh, I don't know, four or five months now, but I think like the first two months I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just kind of like poked around a couple channels. You know, I did the, did, I think I joined before, like even the first quest stuff was a thing I'm pretty sure. Cause I had to like go back and do that. Um, but I didn't join any. Oh, so you are. An OG. Yeah. Well, so I'm an OG, but like, I, I wasn't a part of like, um, bankless, uh, premium subscriber membership or whatever. So like, I'm not like an L one or anything, you know, I just kind of listened to their podcast one day. They talked about a Dow and I was like, you know what? That sounds like fun. Like, well, I'll, yeah, I'll go check it out. Why not? You know, just kind of one of those, I started going down the rabbit hole and um, you know, when I first jumped into the DAO uh, on Discord, it was a lot <laughs> to say the least. Um, And I and I had a lot going on, you know, in my work and personal life as well at that time. So I didn't really have the the time that I think I wanted to be able to, you know, dive down further into the rabbit hole. Um, And then, you know, finally, time kind of loosened up. About I don't know, was a two months ago, two and a half, three months ago, something like that. I'm, I'm terrible with time, but something around that, that time frame, a couple months ago, I was like, Oh yeah, I've got, I've got some time. And, you know, was, uh, right around that same time. I, f- I think it was genetics was saying, Oh, you know, we need a, a PO app made. And I was like, Oh yeah, sure. I, I'm still brand new to all of this design marketing, whatever stuff. So I just tried my hand at it and then uh, was learning animation to figure out how to animate those. Like just, it was interesting. I thought it was fun. And then that, that just kind of, kept spiraling on down, uh, to where we are today. <laughs> it's funny how a POAP is a,
1: is a, an entry yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. I, one of the ways it's funny because one of the first things I started doing was, Oh really? That's awesome. Not, not creating them, but issuing them because, you know, we'd have the, all these meetings and, and it's like, would somebody set up a POAP? And it's like, I don't know how, but, but I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I got stuck doing PO apps every apps. Oh, week. God. And, you know, it's just the admin yeah. part of it. You get the list of codes, you got to send them out to everybody. But I ended up becoming friends with a lot of people because you end up DMing them the, mm-hmm. the code. And so now I've got all these all these friends on Discord. I mean, that it just, that's just one of the ways it happens. It's like if you're at a group <laughs> or at a conference or something. You meet everybody. Yeah,
4: yeah. You're, you're like one of those faces that everybody knows, everybody sees. You know, you don't even realize that something like that, it can be such a powerful mm-hmm. thing, right? Well, yeah. And it's, it's, it's not like complicated or anything like that, which, I mean, I had to figure out how to set up, like, I had to go set up like a MetaMask to even get my first PO app, <laughs> like, like a couple weeks after I started joining meetings and I was like, oh, I should probably set something up for that. That's how they hook you the first time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it worked. They got me. They reeled me in. Oh, that's good. And then I made, and then I just started making that's them. funny. And well, I started playing around with more with anime. I saw how great some of the other PoEFs were too. And I was like, oh my God, mine looks like a six-year-old designed this. Oh my God, I need to step up my game. And there's still, I still look at other people's poems and yeah, I'm like, yeah. these things are like, they're, they are genuinely true artists. That are working on these things, and I am not. I just was, you know. I'm just tink- tinkering around. I made that that dumb little turkey that was part of the last week's uh, community call or whatever. But it's not pretty. It looks also like a six year old designed it, and it definitely <laughs> did, like they definitely did. But it was fun.
1: Well, I was gonna say that Po apps are a pretty low risk thing, but I I don't know. People get pretty sensitive about their Po apps. Yeah, though, so. yeah, oh, yeah. It seems to be that way. You know, and we we talk we throw out these terms too. All these all these words that you start to to learn in in crypto and DeFi. Like one of the first things people ask is, "Well, what's a PoA?" <laughs> oh, well, that's a proof of attendance protocol token that you earned. Da, 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 and <laughs> Um, it's just like tipping on Collabland, you know. You people come in on guest pass, and you start tipping them, and they're like, "Well, oh, thanks for the tip." Now, how do I collect it? Oh, well, you got to hook up your wallet to Collabland, yep. and you know, pretty soon they got Collabland, they got Poops in their wallet, it, and
4: it's just, it's a slippery slope. It just
1: <laughs> it is slippery, as I as I found out myself. Well, I, you know, I lurked for a couple of months too, and I'm kind of curious about that. I mean, I know you said you were busy, but uh, you know, it's when we. It's hard to step back and remember what it was like when you, when you first walked through the door, right? And then you know the feeling you had and and why you were there. Oh, just you know when you first came on board, I I, I was I really, really resonated with me because I mean I even not even knowing the full story because, um, I think I had tweeted about this a couple of days ago that um, Bankless DAO is the first online community that I become involved with that that I have been more than a lurker or an occasional poster. And that's really true. I mean, I've been on Facebook for years and I, you know, I don't want to talk about that platform (laughs) or whatever they're calling themselves now. But, um, I mean, I can't even remember the last time I logged into it. And even when I was quote, an active member, whatever the hell that is, um, I didn't post very much
4: because, you know, I'd start writing something. I thought, who cares about that? I haven't really been on, and posted anything i don't scroll the feed i stopped doing that i mean oh my god probably over a decade ago because i realized how taxing it was on my mental health and i realized that it was really really bad and i was like i just i'm just much happier when i don't look at facebook um and i was the same way with pretty much all social media for for a long time i only recently like this year or over the course of the pandemic like started diving into reddit um, but I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I never post. I just kind of lurk and read stuff and, you know, I'll give an occasional upvote or whatever, you know, whatever. But I don't actually do much of anything there. Whereas, whereas you're right. This is, like, the first online community that I have actually partaken in, that I've actually done stuff with, that i am actually, like, gone through, made stuff with. I am looking forward to making stuff with in the future, like actually want to be a part of. And I, and to your point, I don't know if that's because of the level of anonymity, Uh, even though you can get that elsewhere, you know, like you can go to Reddit and make a fake username. You can do that any site, but there's something that, that I think like one of the reasons clubhouse was so you know, that, that app like kind of took off because people like being able to hear other people's voices and they hear the emotion in it and hear the cadence or the rhythm of the, the way that they speak because it, it gives some emotion to the words that right over something that you're just reading you know and i think that's like the calls that we get on in discord i think it's it's just great because you can actually hear people talk and hear people's genuine excitement and not just see you know lol or LMAO written on it, you know, written on a, a wall or as a comment somewhere. I mean, and in, in even if you do, like usually it's around something that we were already talking about during the meeting or something. So yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a different type of community, but it's, but I'm right there with you. It's, it's also the same for me. It's the first one that I've actually been a part of. Getting back
1: to, um, uh, coming into the DAO and, and into the space, I was just curious, are, um, it sounds like maybe you're probably new to it this year. I know I am. Um, I mean, I'd heard about stuff before, but I didn't really do anything about it until mm-hmm. 2021 at the beginning, really the beginning of February, I think, is when I bought my first tokens, yeah. if you will. I actually bought EOS. Oh, really? <laughs> I, didn't even, I had never even heard of Ethereum in at
4: the beginning of the year. Never heard of it. Yeah, I, I first bought bitcoin back in 2016 but it comes with a very large caveat i was a very broke grad student at the time so i did not buy much of anything i bought some at the at the peak of whatever that 2016 run was so like around i think 19000 and then it immediately plummeted after that and i was like oh my god All right. And then I just totally forgot about it until, uh, yeah, right around the same time frame, early February, January, February, 2021. And then I was like, what is all this other stuff? And I saw, you know, some guy that I worked with at the time was, kept posting stuff on Instagram about all these different kinds of of cryptos. And I was like, what is, you know, what is this? What is going on? And so he kind of gave me the lowdown. And then I started, as I, as I tend to do, went down a rabbit hole and then became And it seems like what a lot lot of people did is just became quietly obsessive uh, in a room by myself, um, just reading everything, everything that I could. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, this is so interesting. And then I, and I was like, there's got to be podcasts out there that I can like listen to, to learn more about this. And Bankless was one of the first ones that came up. I think uh, like Frederick Luther or something came up as well. And I like listened to that. And then I listened to Bankless and I just kept listening to Bankless and was like, oh, okay, so ETH and Bitcoin are and like very few other ones are probably where the future is headed. But I've got a, I've got a small, small little holding of some other random coins too. I don't even, I genuinely don't even know what they are because I just bought them like back in February and then I just haven't touched them or looked at them and I'm like, nah, eh, it's all right. I don't care that much. A uh, little wallet. Per-
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got a little bit of that too. I've, I've got things on, uh, Cosmos and, um, well, EOS was the first one. I just, it's only a couple hundred bucks. I, I still don't understand it. you know, there's racks Rex and you're you know, the, the memory versus the processor and you got to balance the thing. It's like, I don't have time. For that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just the timeline in 2017, you know, didn't know about what was going on with the Ico craze and all that. Um, yeah. And then here we are, you know, you and I both joined this space this year and here we are in this, this new thing called the Dow. And, um, uh, what is that anyway? Um, I mean, do you, now that you've been here a little bit and you're starting to do stuff, I mean, do you, you know, everyone has kind of different ideas about where they want to go with stuff. And, and I, I honestly don't know where I want to go with it, but I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Um, you know just trying to find that balance i mean the fire hose is real and there's so much, so many shiny objects to, to yeah. chase you know but but what are those those few shiny objects that are important to you you know and that'll kind of keep you aligned on that reason you came in the first place right yeah um i've been trying to step back a little bit and think about that more it's, it's sometimes hard when you're when you're going a hundred miles yeah. Like yeah
4: yeah i mean for me it- kind of looks like the kind of working opportunity that I think would suit the lifestyle that I'm looking to live the best that lifestyle being work from wherever whenever you know kind of working just on your own schedule as long as you're getting stuff done you can you can like this like we're working you know late at night and that's okay You know, if if this is if this was like if you're working full time for a DAO or something like that, and this was you know you have a couple meetings as long as you're getting some deliverables done, like you're doing you're still doing work, but you're able to do it on your time, wherever you're at, as long as you have an internet an internet connection, you know it's that would allow at least for me personally like that would allow me to live the kind of life that I want to live, which is very transitory, very, I would love to just go see the rest of the world. <laughs> I would love for it to open back up a little bit first, but I would love to see the rest of the world and be able to still work and maintain a, a decent state of, you know, living a, a somewhat kind of consistent salary or, you know, inflow of, of money of somehow, um, to be able to keep sustaining that. And that's kind of what. That's kind of what I think the future future work with a DAO looks like for me. Don't know how well that'll pay out, but that's the I think that's the end goal.
1: Well, Tollhouse, what do you think? Is it the future of work?
4: I think so. I think it's definitely moving
1: towards that. Well, we definitely still have a few things to figure out. Oh, yeah. I and mean, there's no
4: question about that. But that's kind of the exciting part is... the the DAO is still growing. We're still building the DAO. We're getting to shape it in our everyday actions and even things like this, just making this podcast. We're getting to shape the future of the DAO and what the future of the workspace of the DAO looks like. I think that's a great note to end on. Sweet. Hopefully everyone enjoys. And we'll see you around the DAO. See you around the DAO.
0: Welcome to the forum post review segment of Making Bank. Today we are interviewing Iced Cool about the forum post the bank token to Layer 2. So, Iced Cool, just give us a, a quick overview of what is this proposal trying to solve.
5: Yeah, hey everybody. Um, yeah, largely the, the proposal is to solve um, uh, the challenge of Layer 1, I think. We're all familiar with the the gas pains that um, I think. Well, you know, depending on what the market is doing, like the gas will be better or worse. But ultimately, it's just going to get worse through usage over time. Uh, and so, we just we got to get ahead of that and migrate to a, an L two or a side chain. and um, And this post is primarily to start that discussion because this migration is it's not a small thing; it's a major major movement.
0: Um, yeah, and there's been talk of moving to Polygon specifically, you know, for quite a long time in the DAO. So this is kind of a formalization to get the, the formal discussion going. Is that correct? That's correct. It's, it's this is the
5: beginning of the beginning of the migration.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, I guess, uh, is there a reason that we chose Polygon specifically? I know there are multiple L2s right now. I
5: know uh, the reason we chose Polygon was um, one is that uh, it like we're already moving in that direction. Like we've got liquidity getting deployed there. Um, We've got a a tipping bot being set up there. So there's there's infrastructural components. Also, um, you know the fees are extremely low, and um, and there's also uh, a number of. Of sub DAOs that are set up there, Bankless Brazil. I think there's some other ones that are already set up there, Bankless Consulting. Um, so there's just there's already a strong movement in that direction, and so this is this is kind of uh, oriented in that way. Uh, acknowledging there are detractions from Polygon, like centralization problems and the like, they their roadmap is strongly committed to decentralization. Uh, And and we actually have a a lot of support from them and uh, a lot of Bankless members that are involved in their DAO. And then uh, um, lastly, uh, the big, and I think the most important caveat is this is just the first. It's not our end place. It's just the first. So uh, we have to solve like the L1 gas problems, which I think are only going to get worse. And um,
0: yeah, that's uh, definitely a huge, huge barrier. uh, Everybody is aware of, you know, the, the gas costs on on main mainnet Ethereum, right? Uh, and but
5: this is the first like movement, like not our ending place. Bank is going to be across many chains, Arbitrum and Optimism included.
0: Yeah, and so my my question there is: so if we if we go to Polygon, uh how difficult is it to then move to different chains in the future? Uh, is our is our goal to be on all of the L twos? You know, obviously that's a, a long term thing, but. Um, how, how difficult, once you're on one L2, is it easy to go to, to a different one? Uh,
5: currently, it's not easy. Um, but infrastructural, we're kind of dependent on the technology. Like as, it, as that gets fleshed out, I think it'll become easier. Um, there's right now the infrastructure between from L2 to L2 isn't the most fleshed out, but we're getting there.
0: But there are teams that are working on that, right? I, I know there's some protocols. I believe Hop protocols is one of them, but exactly. I believe there's a lot of people working on on this issue. It's just not there yet, is, is my understanding. We're all early.
5: Like but but yes, the answer is yes. Like there's like Hop is one of them. There's there's a lot of um L2 to L2 transfers working out or uh in works.
0: And so along those lines as well, uh, I've heard some exchanges talking about being able to go uh, you know, straight from Exchange to uh, an L2. And I don't know if any of that is actually existing right now. But do you, it, do you it, know anything about that?
5: Yeah, I sure do. It's again, same thing. Very, very early. Like for Polygon, there used to be Dharma, but Dharma's getting just got bought out by OpenSea. And so not sure if they're supported. They were actually a strong contender to why we went Polygon. Um, Transact is on, it's called, yeah, Tran, yeah Transact. And that's on Optimism and, and uh, Arbitrum. But I think that's the only fiat on ramp they've got. But otherwise, there's crypto.com for uh, Polygon. And I know of some people that are using that that have positive accounts for that, which was also kind of a a, um, a vote in Polygon's favor for at least, again, the first sidechain that we go to.
0: Yeah, it seems like Polygon has a lot of momentum in doing some of these. F- you know there's a lot of firsts that need to happen uh and it seems like they're a little quicker than some of the the other protocols obviously everyone is working towards that type of stuff so uh, eventually do you think like a coinbase um i I believe they've said that they're they're working on on that ideal but you could go from you know if you're getting paid in in bank token and you need to go to fiat you could just get the, the transaction from layer two you're paid in the bank and then you can go directly to your your coinbase your gemini your binance uh and exchange for fiat without ever having to pay layer one transactions that's the goal and so i guess for for that for for now until that stuff is actually happening what does moving bank token to polygon mean currently for the average bankless dao contributor um so
5: first thing is that uh um Lower fees, um, you know, trading bank uh, or or transferring bank from person to person, it will be much 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 easier. From from a multi-sig to, to users, will be much easier. Um, I think I think that's the main thing. Like, I'm actually really curious to see what happens because I, I think that um, uh, we're kind of ingrained with painful gas costs. So any any on chain action currently. I think everyone's very careful about because we're on L1. Um but I like I, I noticed even uh, I was a uh, give um, putting liquidity into something into the balancer pool and I had to do some testing that required me to pull it out and it's like no, on L1 I'm very careful cuz I might have a 40 to 200 dollars worth of gas. And on L2 I was like oh I could just I could pop it out really quick and pop it back in for less than 5 cents. Right. Um, on,
0: on L1, you have to be very strategic with when you're making transactions, right. you want to find the low gas, you know, during the day because that, that price fluctuates right. so much. And then so you might be sitting there, you know, waiting like, oh, do I do the transaction now or do I want to wait an hour? And right. Then, or do, like, it, do it at
5: 12 a.m. or something. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> right. You look at the history of it and you're like, oh, OK, like 2 a.m. seems like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Set an alarm and uh, make sure I do my transaction then. That's right. Uh, Okay, so then um, is, the, is the goal to then move all of the, the multi-sigs, because we have in Bankless DAO, most of the, the guilds and projects have their own uh, multi-sigs through Gnosis Safe. Uh, and I saw in the, the forum post that parcel money, uh, there's, there's something that they, they've, they've offered, that there's a way that they can do it in a single click. Uh, to tr- tran- or to move all of those multi sigs over. Can you talk a little bit about how that's possible and and what that's about?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I think the um like the key key bit is like if we're moving operations over, like all all kind of like operational organizational units need to be moving moved over. And so that's grants committee, um, you know, guilds and projects. And um uh, and so Parcel has been just an excellent, excellent partner with Bankless Dow and, uh, and, and has been really cool. Uh, really, we were like, like, hey, can we use it on Polygon? And hey, we're working on this. And they basically offered up like, oh yeah, we can, we could create a one click option for you all. And we were like, what? Wow. And, and so just they've been super awesome in terms of that. Um, and, and that's what I think it would be, just be is that from the multisig, you would, uh, either transact with a smart contract, or they would have some some uh, some button that they would generate for us to to migrate us over. Um, I think it's just it's extremely awesome on their part, and and I, I think just nothing but gratitude for them and their team.
0: Yeah, very cool, and and yeah, I, I guess we would have to talk with them about the specifics of of how that actually works. I would imagine that there's some way that that costs more gas than a typical. Transaction? Do they just kind of batch it all together? But I'm I'm not entirely sure.
5: Yeah, I think and that that's the case. But I I think that um Parcel has has been subsidizing gas for Bankless DAO, and and again, you know, they've just they've been nothing but an amazing amazing um partnership and, and great team to work with. So
0: it, very that... cool. We will have to explore more with with Parcel. Maybe get them on Crypto sapiens or or even making bank. Although that's not really what we do here at Making Bank. But, um, but yeah, I think I think that's great. Um, is there anything else about the proposal that you think is is relevant? Oh, oh, well, I guess the the another question I had along with that is then. So, if if all of the bankless DAO operations uh, have moved to Polygon, what about individuals? Um, would they just need to bridge their own bank tokens over to Polygon? Is that, is that a simple process?
5: Yeah, and that's what. It's it is a simple process, although, and the gas actually hasn't been bad from what I heard. It was like a, a few weeks ago, it was like 30 to $40 worth of gas. Um, it, I'm brainstorming on, on solutions we could have there. Like, we thought about, oh, you could transfer it into like Collab Land and then exit it to Polygon, um, or just some way that we can be gas efficient for everyone instead of it just being a huge headache for everyone. Um, you know, so looking we're basically looking for solutions there right now and although it might end up being sorry everybody's got to like you want to transfer you got to do it uh via the bridge
0: um well and if that was the case you know that's like worst case scenario that that's the the solution and that ultimately it's one gas transaction to move all of your bank per wallet i I suppose if you have it spread across multiple wallets but Right, right um so ultimately not terrible for um for everyone but yeah and it and if anything, I think the, the big like
5: some of you know once if and once this this proposal gets approved, you know we would be kicking up a, a, a great migration committee, um, as I jokingly call it. But the basically we just what we want to make sure is that um, you know currently bank on Polygon is is like your votes are the same as if they're on L1. Um, you know, we need to still add the balance or liquidity as an account there too, um, and and just take into account all those things because um, you know there's there's a number of considerations. But it's looking like we've got a lot of support, and
0: uh, yeah. So is is ways. that the, the next step? Because I see on the forum that you know the, the overwhelming support in favor of this proposal. Um, so I guess that the next step would be creating that uh, group Committee. to to. Mm-hmm figure out the the details do you have a uh, an estimate on timeline of when this might end up happening uh, uh committee creation probably um
5: so once this this uh proposal sits in the form for 7 days um and pending its approval you know the yeah we'd kick up a the tokenomics department would kick up a um a committee and and basically just go like you know whoever wants to be in part of this or involved raise your hand
0: uh, I'm thinking more like, can you can you give an idea of when the like, the actual migration might happen? Like, let's assume it's all going to go forward. Is this something that we're trying to do uh, a month from now? Is this going to be something end of the season into next season? Um Just kind that, of a, a rough timeline of what you think.
5: Yeah, I think the committee would would ultimately you know come up with a plan of action for that. But I'm assuming probably end of season or into beginning of season four, and and we could we could kick off season four with you know, on Polygon or something to that effect. Um, but that that's dependent upon the committee. And, and is it, I think the, the big thing is that it's not necessarily that difficult, but it is critical. We get it right. Like there's no, we can't mess this up anyway. way. got to do it right.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that's a, a realistic timeline. Um, okay, we are we are over the, the time we've got. Do you, do you have any last comments? Uh, thank you very much for, for joining us and, and talking about this.
5: No, it's uh, uh, always fun. Last comment is if you're interested in tokenomics, come on down to tokenomics department and bankless data strong.